Okay, so I hear you like books. Why, yes, I do. That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. And this is a special book. Because when you read a book as a child, it becomes part of your identity in a way that no other reading in your whole life does. And I have gotten carried away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have. Are you seeing the books? Everything you would want to read is right here. Feel it. Feels good, right? Just smell it. Nothing, nothing smells like that. Welcome, friends, to Reading the Newberry special episode number 12. This episode, we're doing our 2018 year in review. You guys so excited for this? I'm so excited. So excited. Happy New Year. I haven't done my intro. Okay. This is not the time. Okay. <laughs> I'm joined today with my fellow podcasters, Lauren. Hello, friends. And Mandalay. What up, friends? And I am Leah. Hello, Happy Leah. New Year. There we go. That was the time to say Happy New Year. <laughs> Guys, I'm so glad we're finally doing this. We had to postpone Ooh, it because sickness sick, struck. Coughing. Yeah. But we're all as well as can be yes. right now. Yes, we are. And we're excited to talk about books from 2018. Yes. Yes. Guys, I'm excited. Can I just say this? This isn't about 2018, but I am so excited about this. Today, they announced that Kate DiCamillo is i guess she's written it yeah or is writing it she's writing a book about beverly tapinski yes yes from the Ramy nightingale book so she wrote Ramy nightingale and then she wrote louisiana's way home and now we're gonna get a book about beverly and i'm so excited because she's my favorite so it comes out this fall mm-hmm. guys i i just i woke up to that and i was just like i mean you know I immediately messaged you guys with mm-hmm. all caps. Mm-hmm. Super excited. <laughs> I basically woke up to that too from you. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a good morning. Yes. I also saw today that Joanna Gaines and her cute kiddos wrote a book about um, their gardening experience. Yeah, it's a children's book. Cute. That is coming out in March nice. of this year. Some things to look forward to. And. Don't get upset, Mandy. But Lauren and I had a fun oh, yes. author interaction yes. slash winning a giveaway recently. I encourage people, and I've I was just talking to someone the other day. I like to follow some of my favorite authors on Instagram because you find out where they're going, if they're gonna make an appearance, and sometimes they do fun giveaways. So we Entered into this giveaway from Karina Yan Glaser. Glaser. She's the author of The Vanderbeekers. It was her birthday last ah. week. And so in honor of her birthday, she's like, I'm doing a giveaway. I'm giving away two sets of my books. So the first book and the second book. And so she said, you know, basically comment in the comment section and tag a friend. And you, you know, I'll randomly select somebody and you and a friend could win. We won. We won. Guys, she's signing them. She's signing them. So excited. I'm so excited. Like, why would I be upset? You guys tagged me in plenty of those. I I did. I tagged you in that one and Zoe, but she picked the one that I tagged Leah in. But I thought you were about to tell me you like went to see some author without me. And I was about to be like, we don't go. Why are these secret (laughs) shenanigans happening? (laughs) 
Yeah, I was no. like, guys, I'm like messaging with Karina. Yeah. <laughs> it was like nerve wracking. Yes, because I was like, I'm so like, I felt like such a like. She's probably like, oh my word, like this person is crazy. But I was like, I'm so excited. I won. I love your books. Yes. I like to geek why, out about it. Why authors. would she think that? Know, That's maybe. probably the response she gets often. It's true. But yeah, so she asked me if I wanted it personalized. And so I asked her to sign it for Nora. So oh, I said, sign man. it for Leah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just me. <laughs> I feel like even if I had kids, I would still have it signed to Leah. <laughs> they can you remember didn't do me this giveaway, someday. did you? That's no. what I thought. This is mommy's book. We're learning valuable life lessons. <laughs> book. I like it. Oh, you guys, should we get in to all of our book? Lots of book love, basically. A That's lot what this of book is. love. It's like a giant. giant it's just a giant love. for the love of books. With so a little book news peppered in. Yes. Well, guys, first we're going to talk about our favorite books that we read in 2018. This, and this was is, hard. I, this was so hard for me. So this is any book you read, not just the Newbery books. Okay. So, Mandy. Yes. Do you have a favorite book you read this past year? A favorite book? Yes. Or any any book? <laughs> any book that you read in the past year? <laughs> And these are not newberries. <laughs> I mean, they can be. It's up to you. Well, no, because uh, they don't. I'm I won't have anything to share. They don't have to be for the newberries. Yeah, they don't have to be. I'm trying to remember what I read this year. This is why you need a Goodreads. Oh, I do have a Goodreads. Did you keep track of your books on Goodreads? No. Well, that's not going to be helpful <laughs> that's for not you. Help you. Oh my! Goodness. But maybe I'll surprise myself, and there'll be something on here. Maybe I did. Does, does wait? What if you sync it up with your Kindle? It de- yeah. If you sync it with your Kindle, it'll put what yes, you read. Yes. Hmm. Because fun fact, Amazon owns Goodreads. Ooh, secret. Even when you tell it to not sync up with your Kindle, it still does it. Because it's Amazon. Evil. Because I read a devotional every day, and it keeps telling people like. Leah started reading this book. Like, I just, I told you to stop posting that. Oh my goodness. And everyone's like, wow, that's really awesome. Everyone likes it good, every time. Good for Leah. <laughs> like, guys, I'm not. She's changing her life. <laughs> not the point of this. Um, oh, yeah. I, I haven't finished it yet, but I was reading. Um, shut up. <laughs> you didn't have to say that first part. We just assume. The, uh, that, um,. You made me lose it. Oh, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah. I remember you reading that. That was It's actually really enjoyable. I mean, it's it's not really a kid's book, but um, but it's not really explicit either, but it's just... It's enjoyable. Yeah. It is enjoyable. And I am... I am 47% done with it. Well, good. That's a lot. That's awesome. So, check that out if you're into the horror genre oh and i started reading that one book that i got for christmas but that wasn't in 2018 so actually maybe it was i did start reading it like the next day it counts <laughs> the elevation book by uh stephen king that's a Ooh, newer I got book you that. yes um and it's it's actually really good too it's about this guy that's like he's on the scale he's losing weight but like he's not changing at all on the outside so it's kind of like it's 
kind of like his gravitational pull is like that's cool you know changing yeah. i don't know i haven't gotten far enough to figure it out yet but it's good cool there's my favorite book well mandy share some listener feedback <sighs> let's see here ah sarah dare her favorite books were roll of thunder hear my cry by mildred taylor winner of the 1977 newberry medal the nightingale by Kristen hannah Yes, that we were just talking about her. Mm-hmm. Who are you? It's a popular author She's right popular. now. I'm currently reading the, what did I say? The Great Alone? Mm-hmm. Yes, The Great Alone. I'll have to jot that name down. Um, educated by Tara Westover. Is it Tara? Mm-hmm. I think so. Which that book is on my to-be-read Mine too. List. Lots of people were big fans of that Yeah, in Sarah did say like it's one of those books that's like good for you to read, but it's a hard yeah. Ah. It's one of those tough books. And Because of Winn-Dixie by Kate DiCamillo. Kate. Our good friend, Kate. Oh, I love Kate. That book was so good. It's so <laughs> a solid list there. Yeah. It's a solid list. Leah, tell us your favorite okay. book. I think my top favorite, I read a lot of really good books in 2018. I'm very, very excited about that, uh-huh. but... I will say one of the reasons that I read a lot of books that I liked is because if I didn't like something, I put it down because there's so many books to read. Mm-hmm. Just a little encouragement if you're trying to meet a reading goal in 2018 or 20, what are we in now? 2019. <laughs> don't feel like you have to finish a bad book. No, you just, do not you just have to. do not finish that book just because there are other books out there. So I think my top book that I thoroughly enjoyed and has really stuck with me and just Loved it so much. A Man Called Uva by mm. Friedrich Bachmann. It was so good. I just totally fell in love with Uva and all of the different characters you meet. It was delightful. But I have a few others that were really close runners. Share up. them. And there's some that I didn't even list because I started going back further in the year. And I'm like, wait, that one was so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> Becoming Michelle yes. Obama's yes. memoir. That is mine on my list, too. I loved that book so yeah. much. It was good. If you enjoy coming of age books and just getting a behind the scene glimpse, I feel like it, she covered a lot of those kind of genres. Yeah. Within her and memoir. It was, it was so written well written. Really well. I just so good. Everyone needs to read that book. <laughs> <laughs> like that um, one is like way up high on my list. Yeah, for sure. Like just so good. I think if if it if we had like a fiction category yeah, or like, like biography or autobiography, like split it up, that would be yeah. another top. So then yeah. I also read My Squirrel Days by Ellie Kemper. Mm. Not the most like, wow, genius writing, just super cute and funny. Yeah. And her humor, I really enjoy. And it's got a squirrel in the title. So you guys know. Yes, Leah. I love it. Leah loves squirrels. And I love The Office. So it gives you some office glimpses mm-hmm. cool. in it. How to Think by Alan Jacobs, a nonfiction book about learning to critical think on your own. <laughs> and now I get sucked up in just the different things we get sucked up in. Anyway, I enjoyed that book. Highly recommend it. I did kind of break down my list into categories. Do it. So Tell also, us. Yes. So like spiritual growth books, two by Jen Wilkin that kind of go hand in hand in his image and none like him. And it talks about ways that we cannot be like God and ways that we should be like God. It was very Mm. encouraging, very challenging, all of the things. 
And then I think my favorite children's lit book would be Louisiana's Way Home. Mm. Because Kate, you know, yep. I just can't yep. can't not love her. <laughs> Lauren, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just love Kate. I know. <laughs> That's why it made me chuckle. So we have a friend, Leah and I, who yes. so she's actually our former pastor's wife. They moved down to the south. And uh, so Kate DiCamillo was in their area, I think at one of their libraries or something. And so she's like, guys, she's going to be there. Should I go? I think she had that conversation with you, Leah. Yes. And I naively was like, you should go. When we went, there weren't that many people. I mean, it was still a good crowd. We did stand in line to see her, mainly because people like charged over top of each other yes. to go get in line. It was like all these moms and their kids like trampling like each other. Like running out of the auditorium. They literally ran. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I guess we'll be in the back. It was intense. <laughs> it was really intense. Anyway, so we encouraged her to go and she did. She loved it, but she had to stand in like a what, two hours. She line? said she waited two oh hours goodness. in line and she had three all three of her kids with her. But oh, she no. said since it was at the library, like her two younger kids were able to play uh, right. line, while she waited in line. So. Which is nice. Yeah. But yeah, she was so embarrassed about that. I'm like, do not be embarrassed. I've waited three hours in line with a child. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome, though, that kids get to meet yes. authors. I never had that chance, and I think I would have loved it. So, And it's Kate, guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. We love Kate. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. I just, she loves Kate. Well, she's a sweet woman, that Kate. <sighs> she's such a unique soul. I just... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yes. If you don't know Kate get to her know writings, her. get to know her. Um, All right. We sorry. are best I'll friends stop. with her. I will stop. So a few honorable <laughs> mentions that I had. <laughs> I won't take all night, you guys. I no, promise. I am okay with this. I really enjoyed Ready Player One, and that is a genre that I did not expect to enjoy so much, but I liked it a lot. Did you ever, Mandy, you should read that. I think you would like it. I'm putting it it on my want to read list now. I enjoy that. I still haven't seen the movie. Eh. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Yeah? What did you think? It was okay. Don't give anything away. It was okay. Because I know they changed stuff. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it, but I had no... You didn't read the book. Right. Yeah. So... But I've heard that, that, mm-hmm. that it's a little bit different. But mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. that happens. If you're, like, into pop culture at all, you'll love the book, too, because there's so many references. So what was that one I was just talking about? Ready, Ready Player, Player One. one. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're still talking about it. Too much cold medicine. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of cold medicine recently. <laughs> I used it all. I, I think that was my main honorable mention that I really liked. But, oh, The Hate You Give. That was a really good one. That should have probably been on one of my top, but it was at the beginning of the year and I forgot about it. I think that was those two and Guernsey, but I feel like Lauren might talk about that one. So that those were mine. I loved books this year. There were some really good yeah. books. Proud yeah. of you. So I do have listener feedback. So Carrie Lurch said she read Love and Respect. I think I read that a few years ago. It was pretty good. Um, the Sister Circle... And the Persian Pickle Club by Sandra Dallas. That sounds intriguing. That sounds fun. And then I got some real time listener feedback from one of our from our biggest fans, some might say, <laughs> who said 
His favorite book of 2018 was the BFG. It cracked me up, he says. <laughs> Aw. I said, I love it. Real-time listener feedback. And he said, that's live radio, baby. <laughs> so. I was really proud of him, though. He... I can't remember why he oh he was asking for a recommendation because I have like a bunch of kids books that are just on the shelf and I said you should read Roald Dahl because Mm -hmm. you would like him and he did nice made me feel so good (laughs) I love it when I recommend a book to someone and they love it yes Mm -hmm. it's like so like a deeper connection yeah exactly yeah (laughs) even though i've been married to this man for (laughs) 11 years hey look and you're married to someone and still not know like what they like to read it's true it's hard sometimes to gauge them so that is that lauren okay so i had the same problem you had the i read (laughs) i read 75 books last year and so when you read that many books you're gonna have a lot of books that you end up liking so i made a list oh dear I think I had like, like, and I was pretty picky too with my list because if I hadn't have been, it would have been like a lot mm-hmm. more. But I had like thirteen books on the list, and so I like had to cut it down from that. So it was really hard. I'm proud of you. <sighs> okay, so here we go. So I read Ramy Nightingale at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm just gonna combine that with Louisiana's Way Home since they're all in the same universe. So it counts. So good. <laughs> I we've talked about this so much. That if you haven't gotten the hint, you need to read this book. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Obviously, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, that book was so good. I recommend listening to that on audiobook because yes. they have different voices reading. And it's written in letters, so it's different voices. It's helpful and, to hear the different voices. Yeah. Too. So highly recommend that one. So good. Oh, what else? Oh. Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. I absolutely adored that book. And I I listened to it on audiobook, and I would recommend listening to it on audiobook too, to you if you're interested. It's an adult book. It is not for children because the narrator is really good. Like, mm-hmm. it's one lady, but she just does the voices so well. So well. Lauren, I feel like I've had some influence on you. You have. In audiobooks. You really have. I'm so proud right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all the books I've listed so far were recommended to me by you. You guys. Yeah. Look at this. More connection. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what? How would you describe Eleanor Oliphant, Leah? Like, what? So, it's kind of dark, actually. It's it's darker, but it's funny. I like feel it like has this humor. is a theme in my life because yeah. a man called Uva, I felt like has a similar okay. vibe to it because I, I mean, it's not truly a spoiler, but he's basically trying to commit suicide mm-hmm. the entire book and keeps keeps getting interrupted right. because his neighbors need his help and he needs to help them. Eleanor Oliphant, I think, is in the same vein where mm-hmm. she has this personality issue. Basically. You can tell that there's something not right, like right, right with her. She doesn't really know how to be a human being. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean that's kind the of book what it is told, down to. The book is told from her perspective. <laughs> I don't I can't remember if it's first person narrative though. You suck um, at being a human. I think it is. It might be. I think it is. But she basically like she likes to be on her own kind of like me, like <laughs> like to be around other people, but I like I think the part that makes it dark though is she you can tell she could easily be like 
serial killer, like not yes. realizing what she's doing is wrong kind of person where she just literally doesn't know how to mm-hmm. exist in society. Yeah. So it has And I don't know what the right term is for it, like sociopath I'm, or psychopath or something. Or, I don't like know. That. There's some there's something like the book doesn't ever come out and say no. this is what's wrong with her. There's but a lot of loons out there. I don't there, know. Guys. Like I loved that book. <laughs> yes. I just it loved it good. so much. Like there's something very endearing about it. Mm-hmm. And I found out last week they that there is a plan to make it a movie, make it into a film. Re- is it Re- Reese, Reese Witherspoon? Reese is involved somehow. I love her. Yeah, the, the article, article I read was weird. so confusing because I couldn't tell. It's like, is, like, it's definitely her, like, production company is producing. But I couldn't tell if she was starring in it or not, which I had to have mixed feelings about yeah, that. Because it it's set be. in, in Eng- a certain part of England where the accents are super specific. And so she either better get a good voice coach. <laughs> Like accent coach. I hope they don't try to Americanize it. I hope so too. Part of the like charm. part of the charm is that it's in England. Yeah. So anyway, very good. All right, what else do I got here, guys? Oh, I listed Becoming. We already talked about that. Uh, the Vanderbeekers. Yes. That book was super delightful. I feel like it's an instant classic. Yeah, really. it's so good. I I haven't had a chance to read the next one, but it's coming in the mail. And so I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, it's like about this family and you just, I don't know, I just like love this family now, this fictional family Mm -hmm. that lives in, is it Harlem? I think so. New York City. There's nothing wrong with loving the fictional It's so good. That book made me cry so hard at the end. (laughs) I was literally in a puddle of like emotion. So, but in a good I'm way. Writing that, and down. this is a children's book. I would a recommend it. Of emotion. Yeah, I would recommend it. Anybody, it would be a super good read aloud if you like to read oh, books aloud sure. to your children. And if you don't like to, learn how to because reading aloud to children is good. Well, that just got real. Yeah. Or maybe if you if you that's something you are or really get an good at. Yeah, audio books are a good option. Some of them. So that's that's what I narrowed it down to. Probably there are obviously a lot more. You can check out my Goodreads and see what I five-starred or four-starred. There's a lot of five-stars, though, because I just love books. I do, too. And like I said, if I don't enjoy it, I put it down. I stop yeah. reading. I don't have time for bad books. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I've started just now putting things on my Goodreads. Look at this. Andy, you all are going to get ratings now, and I... <laughs> I am a hard one to please. <laughs> yes, she is, folks. <laughs> I saw, like, because everyone has a different rating system. I really feel like good reasons to come out and, like, establish a rating system. Like, this is what one star means. This is, but anyway, right. everyone has their own. And a lot of people will, like, before they give their review, they'll be like, this is my star rating system. I don't do that. I just, if I like it, I give it five stars. Yeah. If I don't, I give it one. Well, that um, makes sense because sometimes there's different aspects. Yeah. But anyway, I saw someone's rating system and like one star was they did not finish the book. And I was like, I think all Mandy's books would be one star. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't finish this one, but it was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got some listener feedback to, to share as well. So this is from Emily Gillingham. So she also listed Nightingale by Chris and Hannah. 
Ooh. Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. I've never read that book. Have any of you? I have not. No. no. I remember one of our friends in high school, I think she read it and was so upset that she committed to that book because she hated it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I've always been a little weary of yeah. it. But I also know people that love that book. Right. Like, love it so much they read it every year. Yep. And obviously okay. Emily loved it because she listed, listed it up I am there. hoping to get more classics in this year. Mm. So maybe... Put Jane Eyre on there. She listed The Book Thief Mm -hmm. by Marcus Zusak. That one's a pretty popular book. I might need to add that to my list. Unbroken by Laura Hillenbrand. That is a good one. Should have gotten an honorable mention for me. (laughs) I really enjoyed (laughs) it, but it's very intense. So if you are very sensitive, I would That's about that World War II. Yes. Like he was a prisoner of war. Okay. And they go into great detail. And it was it was tough. Mm -hmm. This reminded me of another one of my books. Between Shades of Grey, that book was super good. So good. So that's about the Russian occupation of Lithuania. They made a movie based on that book. Really? It's out in theaters now. It has... um, His name just jumped out of my mind. I had it right there. But the the gentleman who uh, is Laurie in the new Little Women series... Yeah, I don't know his name. uh, He's in it. Interesting. Uh, but the name of the movie is called, I think, Ashes in the Snow. Maybe they were a little bit too afraid of... Uh... I think probably. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I don't... I'm I'm not going to see that in the theater because I feel like it's yeah. a movie I would want to watch in my own home so I could pause it if I need to and take a break because that's how the with. book was. I had to... I had to put the book down and like read like fluff books to like... But it was so good. Anyway, uh, also Stella by Starlight by Sharon M. Draper. She is the author of Blended. Leah, you read Stella by Starlight, didn't you? No. no? I read a different star book. Star okay. Girl. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it was uh, that other star book. <laughs> anyway, I will add this. I think this is already on my to-be-read list because I loved Blended so much. So, so thank Fantastic. you guys for your feedback, listeners. We appreciate that. If you wish to read more classics, Leah, do you have the Prime? What do you mean? The Amazon Prime. Yeah. They have a bunch of classics that are free to read on Kindle. Well, there we go. Because of Prime. And also, like, I think Audible's coming out with, like, special Audible versions with, like, famous... See, that should have been another mention. I read Emma via audiobook on Audible, and it was really good. Who narrated it? Um... Because it's like one, because like Sherlock has um, Stephen Fry, and then a lot of these other classics, they're they're having like really yes. popular yes, actors yes, yes. and actresses. Emma narrate. Thompson. Emma Thompson. See, Ooh, I'd listen to that. Yeah, it was delight. It was like listening to a movie. Yeah, it was very good. I I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed that book. I like her wit and humor in that book, and. I've never read the book, but I've seen two versions, like film See, versions. See, I tried to watch the film versions, and I did not enjoy them. But this book was the audio. I think great. they're hilarious because Emma is like she's she's like trying to matchmake and like. And I feel like I might enjoy it more now. Yeah. My issue with Jane Austen is all of the different things going on. Mm. I don't pay attention to movies. I'm usually doing something else while they're on. <laughs> so I got really confused. <laughs> like knitting. Yes. 
Yeah, that one you kind of have to pay attention to because there's so many characters. So I think now I could enjoy it because I know who is who and what's going on. Yeah. Well, guys, now it's time to talk about books that we did not like, dare I say, hated in 2018. Whoa. That's intense. I just called it least favorite books. <laughs> Mandy, least favorite book. Go. I don't, this was so fast. Um, <laughs> she didn't have time to prepare her next sentence. She's like, just she's like go. <laughs> well... <laughs> Okay, so I attempted with A Christmas Carol again, and it is... Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) What? Sorry. (laughs) I just didn't expect that to be a book you didn't like. I, it's, I, I can't say say I dislike it. I tried to read it too, and I did not like it. (laughs) It's that I can't, I would have to sit down at like a school desk to read it. (laughs) Because I can't focus. Like I'm gonna I just... write this down. I've got to make a star rating system for Mandy. <laughs> this book you need to. So down I, I like star. to read. I like to read in bed. I like to. I like to. You know, go to bed like an hour or so early, and I you know like yeah. to try to read. Well, it's not one of those books no, where you, you just, can just go to like, sleep. That's what. That, and that's what kept happening. <laughs> and this is like the third year in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and so I can't say I dislike it. I I dis it's it's becoming a book that Mandy nemesis. cannot finish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you should just shelf it, Mandy. So, like just give um, up. Or You've maybe seen, I should audio book this one. You've seen all the versions you know? of the move, like Here's movie versions. Here's my suggestion: mark where you leave off. Is that what you're doing? Like. Just start where you leave off the year before. Yes, and I tried to do that this year, but then like I started reading and I was like, wait. <laughs> How do you like not remember what and happened? And then I started again, and as I started reading, I was like, oh, I remember all of this. <laughs> so it's like turned into this vicious circle. <laughs> it's not it's not a dislike of this book sucks. It's it's a dislike of <laughs> my own failings <laughs> with this book. Was that it, Mandy? Was that your? Yeah, that's that's the least favorite. I got a whole bunch of newberries for you. So. Oh yeah, we'll get to those. <laughs> this was quite the year. It was. Yeah. All right, Leah. Least okay. favorite book. Go. So, here's a book I didn't finish. Ooh. My Oxford Year by Julia Whelan. It's her Mandy. She is book. a very popular audiobook. What do we call this? Is it a narrator who reads audiobooks? Yes. So this was her, I don't know if this was her first book, but she wrote this book and she narrated it. So I thought, I love her narrations. I've listened to several of her books that she's done, not written, but just read. Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for the content. I was so hopeful that it would be more about a year at Oxford and not just all of her love affairs. And mm-hmm. I was not in it for that. So yeah, dropped that one. Did not finish it. Um, so that was more just not what you were expecting it was just not I just expect more substance in my books that's for sure I was hopeful that a book with Oxford in the title would be more about a strong woman (laughs) getting an education and not just being dependent on lovers anyway (laughs) it's just it wasn't I was in it for like the setting and what is it like to be at Oxford? You know, I just need to find a memoir. That's what I need. So 
Then I also read Bear Town by Friedrich Bachmann, the same man that wrote A Man Called Uva. It's not that I didn't like Bear Town. It just wasn't for me. I know that doesn't make sense, but it was a really well-written book. I just didn't didn't get into it. I need something to suck me in, and that didn't do it. Little Women was not a fan, and I know people are probably really upset with me, but that's okay. I can handle that. Look, get no over judgment. It. Like Little Women, some books are far a Christmas Carol. I loved Little Women. See, and that's and I'm great. not mad at I'm you. Happy, I'm happy that you, know? you felt because I'm about like I'm about to name a book. That I think I, like a lot of people are gonna. It's all right. I get that. My be last upset with me. two least favorite. Wow! Boys. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> We're having a Lauren moment here. Pachinko. Ah, I remember you gave saying much that of like my that. life to that book and took a few turns that just didn't need to happen. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Last least favorite book, the number one ladies detective agency. I did not write who it's by. You can Google it. It's a series that a lot of people like. I just couldn't get into it. It didn't. I didn't feel like the plot moved quickly enough for me to because it's it's a series mm. of these little fluffy detective books. And I felt like they should have been easier to get into than they were. And I wasn't enjoying the main character. And I feel like you really got to fall in love with this woman to commit to a series of like I remember how many books. I think at least 10. Mm-hmm. It's also a television HBO series. Yeah. Um, the book What's itself, this called? Number One Ladies Detective Agency. It's set in Africa. Never heard of um, this. So I was excited about the different culture and all that stuff, but it didn't. It just fell short for me. And I think all of these books may be something that other people love. So don't take this <laughs> as a final saying on all of these books. But. They just weren't for me. So not that I watch a lot of HBO, but <laughs> she's a television <laughs> series. Yeah. And it's not the books themselves are not, I think that actually the HBO series is like PG or something like that. So it's not some HBO they're in it for the shock factor, but I don't think that's one of them. I've never watched it, so if you watch it, it's terrible. Don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> Leah said it was good. <laughs> I just know it wasn't. Like M for mature or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. I will check it out and I'll get back to you. All right. Are okay, you done? I'm done. I'm sorry, guys. It was a big year. I read 75 books, <laughs> no, too. No, that's good. <laughs> uh, so the first book I'm going to say, I got 90-some pages in and I just took it back to the library. That book was Jello Girls, A Family History by Allie Robottom. So it's about the family who started the Jello company. I'm not shocked that you didn't oh, love this book. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was not what I thought it was going to be. And it was just really boring. And I didn't really care. And I hate to say that, like, we should care about human beings. But it I just like... well well-written story. Yeah, it just was not well-written. And so maybe... If someone's listening to this and you actually finish the book and it gets better, let me know. But <laughs> I, yeah, there was, and it was also that she talked about stuff that I was just like, I don't want to know about this. Like, I just don't want to know about your, because it's the the gal who wrote the book, I think she's writing it about her mom. So it's mostly about her mom's life, like growing okay. up in this kind of family. Jello culture. Yeah, the jello culture. <laughs> 
And, like, she keeps hinting at, like, there was some, like, I guess something happened, like, a few years ago or 10 years ago. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Yeah, like, people who worked for the company, like, got cancer or something. Or, I don't know. Like, there was, like, some conspiracy or something. And, like, there was, like, she claims that there was, like, this family curse because every, like, every, like, woman in the family died of a certain type of cancer. But I'm, like, I feel like... Anyway, so she keeps hinting at this throughout, but it wasn't enough for me to be like, I need to keep reading this. Like, I could probably, like, Google this and find out. So they think the cancer curse has passed to the plant? I don't know. I really don't know. I didn't get that far. I've eaten a lot of Jello in my life, guys, okay? So I'm concerned. I don't know. Her mom did things when she was younger that I just didn't want to know about. Okay? Like, weird stuff. Okay. So... Anyway. (laughs) You know, Lauren, sometimes lives are not just black and white, okay? No, and I get that. I totally get that. I just didn't need to, I didn't need to know the details. That's not what she was looking for in a Jell-O book. Tell me what happened. Don't give me the details. Yes, I understand. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. You guys, you guys catching what I'm throwing out Yes. Okay. I didn't like pachinko. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why, I didn't like a Christmas carol. (laughs) So the next book is... This book is super popular, and I feel like it's one of those books that either people love it or, like me, they hate it. I'm ready to judge you. So I was super disappointed because this book is dystopian Mm. fiction, and I love the dystopian. And the premise of this book, like, if you read the, the book blurb or the Goodreads, like, description, it's really intriguing. Is this going to upset me, what you're about to say? So this book is called Vox. V-O-X. Vox is oh, Latin for voice. Upset me at all. Lucky for you, I've never even By heard of this. Christina Dalker. So there are reasons I dislike it, and I feel like it's fair for me to say this because we're allowed to dislike books for whatever reason yes, we want. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And, but I understand. Okay, I'm just going to say it, and I have a hard time articulating this. Because I hated it so much. (laughs) So, okay. So the premise of the book is it's set in America. The president of the United States is very, like, adheres to, like, the patriarchal type things. And so he has made laws in the country so women are not allowed to work. They have to stay at home. There are places in the home. I'm cool with that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go to work. (laughs) Also, all females, so no matter how old they are, are, they're limited to 100 words a day. And they have to wear a... I'd I'd be dead. uh, Yeah. They have to wear this bracelet on their wrist, and if they go over it, it zaps them. And, like, if they continue to talk even after they're being zapped, it could be lethal. It's like a bark collar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So, like, that's, like, that's all that the the description said was, like, it's, you know, it's a society where women are limited to 100 words a day. A description sounds and intriguing. And I'm like, this sounds really interesting. Yeah. So it's told from, like, the perspective of the lady. And so she used to be, like, some, like, a neurosurgeon or something. So now she's at home. And I, I will say, and I, a lot of people agree with this, the, she's the main character of the book. She is not a likable character. And for me, mm, strike two. I need books where the, where the main character is likable. I need to be able to root for them, and I hated her. 
that's not really a critique. I th- I believe that was the author's intent. Hmm. But I just didn't like it. I just so this what, woman. So you th- it was okay with you that she was being like tortured? No, no, that's not no. Yes, <laughs> make them hate her so they feel it's okay. She was having an affair, and she basically like justified it because she felt like her husband was a weak man. I don't know. I just felt like if you're going to have this book that's all about feminism mm-hmm. and like you hate it when when women are put in a box and like, well, women can right. only like these things. It really frustrates me when an author will start to degrade men because mm-hmm. they're not strong or right. all these things that we that men are stereotypically supposed to be. Right. Right. And so that part upset me. I also felt like the plot moved really slowly. I just, this probably should have been a series of books. It's only one book. Mm. And like everything gets like wrapped up really quickly at the end. Mm. And it, three. Yeah, it just, it should have been a series. <laughs> I believe right. this is this lady's first book. And it, in my opinion, it shows. <laughs> like, I don't know. She just Everyone's really needed help somewhere. from an editor. Because I thought, I think it could have been good. Mm hmm. But it, in my opinion, it was not good. I didn't, I didn't like the writing. I didn't feel like, like, as her as the main character, I felt like she had no growth. Like, there was no growth. Right. She, like, I don't feel like any of the characters had any growth. Like, they were all flat characters. It was bad. <laughs> well, if any of what she is describing sounds like something you might like, this book <laughs> is for you. If you like um, The Handmaid's Tale, I've heard that you... I've never read I that book. I did not like The Handmaid's Tale. But a lot of people that like <laughs> The book first. Handmaid's Tale liked this book. All these people. So, yeah. But I, I know a lot of people that loved this book. I was not one of those. And if you go on Goodreads and look at the reviews, you can see that there's very mixed opinions about it. So... Maybe Kindle will have, like, one of those little, like, where you can download a sample. Check a sample out. I've been doing that a lot lately. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Some guy, some guy wrote on Goodreads that he, he said, this book is dangerous. I would disagree with him on that. I don't think it's a dangerous... Like, I guess he thought, like, people were going to take this and... <laughs> Start persecuting Christians, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to happen. That, but if there's a lot of books that are quote unquote <laughs> dangerous, then. Um. So I don't know. I think it's something that I guess could could happen. But I'll, if if somebody tries to like make me do something, there's going to be a revolt, man. You try to bring women down, we will revolt. I have mace and yeah. lots of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So that's my hatred. Thank you for sharing that, Lauren. Do you feel better? I I don't because I feel like I didn't articulate that very well. I think you did a great job. My husband's going to listen to this and be like, all I know is that you hate it. I don't know why. And you say that's your problem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have talked to him about this book before, so he kind of already knows why I hate it. I understood perfectly what you were saying. Okay. Let's move on.
favorite Newberry book we read this year? Favorite Newberry book. Mandy, go. The Graveyard Book. Wow. Is that the only book you read? Only Newberry book you read? I No, I don't believe so. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Kind of. <laughs> she wasn't kidding at all. Why did you like the graveyard book, Mandy? I it was just fantastical. I just loved it. It it had the the right amount of um like, you know, like mysterious, you know, at the beginning I was like, what's gonna happen? And then it was just I don't know, I just loved it. It was so fun. <laughs> she loves the graveyard book like I hated Vox. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> well, it's a I fun just... adventure. No, and, yeah. and, you know, it's, I don't know. And, and I feel like for children, as a child reading it, like, that might be cool to some kids. Like, this kid, like, basically growing up alone in a graveyard with these mm-hmm. ghost people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the kind of kid I was. So. <laughs> yeah. Growing up alone in a graveyard. No, that's the kind of books I would have liked. <laughs> She was into that kind of stuff when she was a kid. Like any type of like kids movie that had anything to do with like vampires or things like that, she was all about it. Oh, Lauren remembers stuff about me. Yeah. Thanks, Lauren. Um, I think that's the only one that I really, really I did like the mixed up files one, but not not the graveyard book was my shining star. It's a good one. Awesome. Leah. I liked When You Reach Me by Rebecca Stead. Yes. That was my favorite. Why was that one your favorite? (laughs) (laughs) I felt like it was different than a lot of the other books we've read. I felt like she had a new twist on a kid's book. And I liked how it incorporated Wrinkle in Time Mm. into another newberry book you know it's like yes full circle all the things yes in one book also it was on the upper west side and you upper know west side the upper west side uh-huh i just enjoyed it it was really well written and yeah obviously well i say obviously but <laughs> not all newberry books are well written no and we'll get to that oh anyway lauren Graveyard book, hands down. Hands wow. down. Wow. Look at that. Two for the graveyard mm-hmm. book. I don't it was like the creepy book. things. So. No, hands down for me. It was so good. Like, I mean, th- we read some other good books this year, but that one just took the cake for I me. I brought it with yeah. me so it could be here when it got its its award. <laughs> <laughs> when it got its award. You're the winner, Neil. You win the team friendship award. No, it was, like Mandy said, like it was just it was so well written, like it was intriguing, and I just loved all the parallels to other literature, like the Jungle Book, and just yes, all all kinds of things. Forgot about all that, and it, I liked it so much. I I read it, and then I listened to the audiobook, and then I got I went and got the there's a graphic novel version. I want to read it again. It's just so, and the it's fact that so I read good. it once, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. So, yes, hands down in the graveyard. But I liked When You Reach Me Too, Leah. That's okay. I liked that one, too. That was a really good one, too. I think honorable mentions. Do we want to have honorable mentions? <laughs> the runner-up goes to. <laughs> I really liked uh, The One and Only Ivan. I thought that book mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. 
I think we'll talk about it a little bit in a minute, but I think the most surprising book for me was The Invincible Louisa. That was surprising. I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. I didn't expect to enjoy it at all, and I enjoyed it immensely. Mm All right, so listener feedback, okay? So, So two out of the three listeners who gave their feedback said Invincible Louisa was their favorite. So Carrie Lurch and Liz McDermott both loved that book. Liz says, it was really cool seeing how her life impacted her writing. And by writing, I mean Little Women, because that's the only one I've read so far. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah Dare says, on a recreational level, I enjoyed the one and only Ivan best. On an intellectual level, I enjoyed The Giver, except I really didn't enjoy the ending, but it is the one I ruminated on the most. I agree with her on I that. I love to give her too. Honorable mention. <laughs> Honorable mention. <laughs> the ending did suck though. Yeah. I liked the ending, guys. He got out. He made it Supposedly, out. I didn't get all of my answers, Lauren. I don't like not getting all of my answers. You decide. You decide what the answers are. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll write my own sequel. And my in my opinion, he makes it and he lives and he gets to go have Christmas dinner with Aww. whoever's house he ran into with his sled. That's nice. <laughs> it could have been God's house because well, he was dead. He's got a big, big house <laughs> with lots and lots of rooms. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All right. <laughs> Least favorite, guys. Least favorite Newberry book that we read. Ginger pie. Ginger pie. Ginger (laughs) pie. You're the winner, Ginger. Kira Kira was a close runner up. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was. That is it. I just, I mean, ginger pie almost. Ginger pie is the worst. It was terrible. (laughs) You talk about like no substance. No substance. That was like. And it upsets me because look at this cover. This cover is so adorable. Cute it's cover. deceitful. Don't get sucked in by the cover. It's a lie. <laughs> that book was just so <laughs> bad. Like, I didn't even know where it was going. Nope. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the dog, who's, I guess, like, the main title character, titular character, is that, like, the right terminology here, is gone half the book. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, there's a chapter that's narrated by the dog. Like, what? You need to figure out you what you're doing. You can't just, like, do stuff no, like that. I, I just, and I love I Benji, our good friend Benji on Goodreads. His review was... <laughs> I was wondering whatever happened to Benji. He was like, it's okay to get someone to illustrate your books. You don't have to do the illustrations or on real. your own. <laughs> there were no re- redeeming qualities for that book. Not even the pictures. I guess I could see it as maybe like a book you could read to your kid at bedtime. Because that'll lull them right to sleep. (laughs) No. No. Maybe if your kid has been disobedient um, and they request a bedtime story. Your punishment is ginger pie. Ginger pie. (laughs) I also brought ginger pie with. So it could be here. Yes, to we will, we'll take some photos. Kira's over there. We can. That's great. <laughs> I think Kira Kira was disappointing to me. Yes. If if Invincible Louisa shocked me by how good it was, Kira Kira just like shocked me with how bad threw it me was. to the ground in disappointment with how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> A puddle of disappointment. 
Oh, mm-hmm. it was it was a very uh, tumultuous year. I was it. I feel like 2017 we had some amazing. We had read. we picked some mm-hmm. really good books. 2018 was rough. Yeah. Can we read a new book? <laughs> yeah. Not yet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get over the. Well, the dude, old Kira book Kira home. was a new book. Like that's why I was so disappointed. I let like we talked about this, but I put it on my list. Like I want to read this. I don't even care if it's a Newberry. And then it just okay. We gotta move on. Okay, favorite. Favorite episode that we did last year? Uh, the Graveyard Book, as well as, surprisingly, Kira Kira was a fun episode <laughs> for me. Why was that? <laughs> I just feel like we were all in our best rare form that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. What about you, Leah? Um, I So I don't listen to our episodes. Well, what was the favorite one you, but that you I, had fun recording, I guess? I think my favorite was Bud Not Buddy. I felt like there was mm. a lot of fun background information mm-hmm. yes. that we got to get into. And we got to drink disgusting pop. That's right. I forgot about I that. Got Twizzlers. Some listener With feedback. Red our favorite fan, most dedicated <laughs> fan who has actually listened to all of our episodes. Um, he chose Bud Not Buddy as well because he called it the Red Pop episode. <laughs> Yes. He's a big Red Pop fan. <laughs> he also emailed us about that. About that episode. Yes. Sorry to disappoint you. Our our number one critic, he his favorite episode was the one and only Ivan. Mm. He's, he thought, like, we got really deep with the things we talked about. Like, it made him think a lot about stuff. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one, too. Mm-hmm. That was Me a good too. one. Now that you mention it, I forgot about that. I was struggling for a minute to remember totally what the one and only Ivan was about. <laughs> I had to recall. I'm sorry. That's it's okay. my brain, okay? That's okay. Brain. Lauren, what's your favorite episode? Oh, this is hard for me. Like, for real. You're the one that's listened to them the most. I have, but they yeah, all, right. like, blend together. And so she hates all of them now <laughs> because she's had to listen so much. Lauren is our editor, so. I, I have to listen to them all a lot. Listen and re-listen. I'm going to list a few. Is that okay? It's fine. For various reasons. It's acceptable. So. <laughs> this is your rating system. I did really like the Graveyard Book episode. What, one for the bloopers at the end. They just really <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> I think that's kind of how I gauge my favorite episode is by the bloopers because I will usually give you like a gauge of how crazy we were because <laughs> I will take all of that out of the episode, but I'll put some of it back in at the end. So that one was fun. I can't remember which episode we did this in. I'd have to look it up, but I really liked the one where we talked about uh, when Matt De La Pena wrote that article mm-hmm. and um, Kate did come yeah, responded. Was that even a book episode, or was that it one w- of our? I think it was. I think it was episodes. I just can't remember. The only one I think we did a special episode was when we talked about the Laura Ingalls Wilder debacle. Well, yeah, we had a few special episodes. So we we reviewed the A Wrinkle in Time movie. Right. Mm-hmm. That one was fun to listen to. <laughs> we did the Little Women BBC series with our good friend yes. Zoe, and we also did the Little Women one, or not? Yeah. 
Whoa, I just Lori repeated Ingles myself. Wilder. Yes. We also did Lori Ingalls Wilder, which I just need to apologize. If you haven't listened to that, well, if you've listened to that episode, I am so sorry. Like, I got super angry during that episode. And I I talked to someone about it who listened to it, and they said that I didn't sound angry, but I was. You had to be there. Apparently. <laughs> Leah was, like, trying her best to calm me down the whole entire time. <laughs> It's okay to express your emotions. Yeah. So I apologize. I That's something I'm working on. <laughs> sometimes anger is justifiable. But sometimes you need to learn how to articulate yourself in a humble way. <laughs> okay. And when I say you, I mean me. <sighs> well. So, yeah. I guess that those are my favorites, I guess. I I do, like, from, like, an editor's standpoint, I, like, whenever we switched, like, toward the beginning of the year, we were all using one microphone, and so it's very echoey, mm-hmm. and I'm used, now that I've been listening to them once we recorded now with our own microphones, it just, I don't like how it sounds. I don't like the echoiness, but there's still good content. It's all that matters. Yeah. And we still have listeners, so... <laughs> probably Uh, 10 or 15 yeah at least (laughs) at least we're here for you guys i did help me i listen yeah i did enjoy the giver episode because we got a lot of that was when that was the first book we did with our book club Mm -hmm. and we got a lot of listener feedback and just that was a lot of fun like discussion 2019 with the edition of the book club me too Okay, listener feedback for the favorite episode of 2018. So Rachel Schultz says... She's my friend. This is funny to me. She said Ginger Pie was her favorite episode. (laughs) Simply because it was her first time tuning in. She says, also, I liked talking about the giver in the comments section here when you posted discussion questions. Lots of interesting answers and theories to consider. It's true. Yes. Thank you, Rachel. Yes. All right, guys, did you meet your 2018 reading goals? I had no goals, so (laughs) yes, winning. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I have feedback from uh, Angie Good says, yes, I finished. A lot of exclamation points are behind (laughs) this. (laughs) Next year, I might double it. Hashtag go big or go to the library. I like it. I like it, too. <laughs> uh, I also finished my reading goal. I had a goal of 50 books, and I read 75. <laughs> so I'm going to increase that this year. We'll talk about that later. I'm impressed. Uh, my listener feedback is from Liz McDermott, who says her goal was 20, and she has read 81. She totally wow. beat me. Middle grade fiction really does let you get a lot in quickly, and that is true. That's a true statement. Yes. But they are yes, still good quality books. Yes. So I don't feel bad about set it. Set the bar low and then maybe it's not once setting I start the bar reading. low. I say if you've never done a reading goal, then your goal should be 12 books. Yeah. yeah one, one book, book a, a month. month. And then you can kind of test your reading level. I didn't mean it negatively as set the bar low. I just meant it set myself any no, goal. I think, no, I think that's a and smart And then, idea. you know, I'll start reading and then maybe that'll just, you know, it's like a compounding effect exactly if you just say i just have to read one book a month if you just 
read our Newberry book with us, you would get in your reading goal. I'm pretty sure most of the time I, I was successful this last year. There you go. Don't shake your head at me, Lauren. I mean, I have the evidence. I listened <laughs> to those episodes. It ha- it was about 50%, I think. I mean, do you want me to go down the list? <laughs> no. Johnny Tremaine, you had two months to read that book. Did not finish. I, did, I was really close on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give away medals for being really close. <laughs> It's not like horseshoes and hand, hand grenades. grenades. Hand grenades. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. So I did finish my goal. I How my goal was seventy five. I read seventy five. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, Lauren, you really slid in there at the end. I really did. <laughs> it kind of came down to the wire. Proud of you. So. Do you have a goal for 2019? Um, I, I haven't sat down yet to look at the thing that you tagged me in, um, but I'm interested in that. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Okay. Okay? Really, I mean, any goal is better than last year for me. I feel like your goal should be to finish a book. And then if you do that, success. A single book this yes, year? Yes, I think that should be a goal. Like, okay. Pick a book that you started reading. I don't care when you started reading it and that you just haven't finished yet. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, Cinder or one of those books that you started a long time ago that you've never finished. I have a lot of those. Yeah. Just pick one of those. Okay. <clears throat> There's my goal. Sarah Dare says, I want to finish all of the Kate DiCamillo books and I want to read All the Light We Cannot See. I started reading it and finally got into a rhythm with it, but then became distracted with another book. The Giver, I believe. Sorry. <laughs> our bad. <laughs> I really, like, you'll start to notice kind of like a trend with our listener feedback. I really like that they thought outside the box for, this, for their yes. reading goals. Mm-hmm. I, I love know. it. Leah, what's your reading goal? <sighs> I'm going to try to read 100 books this year. Oh my goodness. But I have some like other reading goals and we'll talk about that later okay but 100 books i can do it you guys i know you can't job so <laughs> yeah i know you can myself full yeah. time to reading my books <laughs> uh carrie lurch says i want to read aloud to my teens at least 30 minutes three times a week i love mm. that so much i do too my boys are hands-on fellows and reading is something we have struggled to get them to do regularly however i've read aloud to them over the years and i believe in the long run it will encourage them to pick books up for themselves mm-hmm. she said for herself she wants to read the bible daily and all three books in the mustard seed series that she had already began i think she talked about one of those so yeah i love that i love that so much honestly i don't think you're ever too old to be read aloud to no i know some couples that will read aloud to each other you know at night before they're going to bed or something like that oh that's cute so i think that's fabulous and it's a great way to just come together as a family yeah for sure and she's right like i it will encourage them to read more and like you know, having her read aloud to them and maybe have them read aloud to the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that's helpful with a yep. lot of things. Like you, you become a better reader the more you read aloud, mm-hmm. which I need to do more of because I'm not a good reader. I remember, I don't even know why. 
I don't think it was for school, but I remember our grandmother would have me read aloud to her. And I remember it helping me yeah. to be more confident and to get better at reading aloud in school. And so yeah. I just – I think that helped with my love of reading. Yeah. All good things can come from reading aloud. Excited and it's – yeah, it's just meaningful time with your family. Yeah. I love it, Carrie. I love it. Lauren? So my reading goal – so I did the opposite of what Leah did – I decreased my <gasps> reading goal. So my goal last year was 75. My goal for this year is 50 because I, f- I felt like toward the end it, it became more of a chore for me, and I don't want to feel that way. I want reading to be enjoyable for me, and if I get more than 50, cool. If I just get 50, that's fine too, but I just don't – like I want I want reading to be fun for me and mm-hmm. and toward the end of the year last year it just was like I have to finish these books. So that's you need to that's sprinkle why I did a little that. Mandy in your life. Oh, I you don't have to finish. Anything. I did not finish a lot of books. Talking about you Jello girls. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. That is something I've heard that you need to be realistic and don't make reading mm-hmm. miserable for yourself. And it's kind of hard for me because I do have this, I don't know if it's a competitive spirit or what, because I see a lot of people on the bookstagram, mm-hmm. like their reading, their yearly reading goal is like 200, right. 250 books. Right. And part of Holy me is like, crap. oh, like I'm not, I'm not really a, a book nerd or I'm not really into books or I'm not a true reader unless I can read that many books in a year. And that's, that's not true. No. Like. I think if you're reading and enjoying it, you're a reader. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. For me, I need to have drive because otherwise I just don't read and I sit and watch dumb yeah. television no, shows. And I, I'm the same way. <laughs> I can be that way, which is why I kept it high. I mean, I didn't – the first year I ever did a reading goal, I did 24 because I'm like, yeah. oh, two books a month. Yep. And I found out I can do more than that. Yep. So Fabulous. So Lori Bowes says – she says, I set the bar low by setting a goal of 12 books, with half of them being biographies, only because I own so many I haven't read. Since this is my very first year of book reading goal setting, I also wanted to make myself feel good by reaching my goal. And again, perfect. And That's I love that she's idea. incorporating books that she owns that she hasn't read yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's Welcome awesome. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Rachel Schultz says... My friend and her sister are doing a 100 book challenge. And then she put like a emoji face, <laughs> like <laughs> scary emoji face. Um, she says, considering I have read exactly zero books in 2018, my goal is to simply read one book every month. One of these 12 I hope to read along with you, Team Friendship. Aww. But for now, I'm just trying to open up and finish a book at my own pace. And then Janae Beckman chimed in and said... My goal is one book a month, and last year I got to 15, so. Perfect. Yeah. Good job, guys. Encouragement, guys. So let's, speaking of reading goals and reading challenges, let's talk about some fun reading challenges that are out there, Leah. Yes. So I've seen two that have intrigued me. Um, from people I follow on uh, Instagram. So one of them is the Reading Women Challenge. 
and it's got 24 categories. Can you can a book qualify for more than one category? I would say yes. Um, and then there's some bonus, um, two bonus categories. Um, so I like how it it makes you kind of step out of your box in some ways. I would assume. So you like, for instance, a mystery or a thriller written by a woman of color. A mm. book about a woman with a mental illness. Eleanor Oliphant oh, would no. qualify for that one. Yes. Like a children's book, a multi-generational family saga, Pachinko, don't read it. Um, (laughs) So just different ways to get you reading different books, uh, different genres, different topics, all kinds of stuff like that. It's really fun. So that's already in progress. You can do look up the Reading Women on Instagram, hashtag Reading Women Challenge. So I found one that's very similar to that, the Currently Reading Podcast. Okay. Which is a good podcast. I highly recommend it. It's two gals and they basically just talk about what they're currently reading. And they're the, they're the type of people that read like 20 books a week or something like that. So they give like tons of good book recommendations. But their challenge is kind of similar to that. Like, you know, a classic that you haven't read already. Mm-hmm. A book pressed into your hands by a family member. A brick, which is a book that's yeah. really long. Pachinko. <laughs> Don't read it. <laughs> a, ha- a book pressed into your hands by a celebrity. Uh, what else did they say? A memoir or a biography, a foodie book. So another fun one you can do. I like that. Mm-hmm. Which one was that one? Currently reading. I'm looking that up right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, another one that I found that's kind of along that lines, actually, very similar, is from The Modern Mrs. Darcy. Love her. Love her. So hers is a a good basic challenge. If you just want to do 12 books this year, um, this will help you – um, kind of get out of a rut or find some new books that you're going to enjoy. She also has a planning guide and you can print all of this out for free from her uh, reading blog. Just Google the 2019 Modern Mrs. Darcy Reading Challenge. Um, I'll just give you a few of her things. A book you've been meaning to read. So that'll get one off your shelf. A uh, book about a topic that fascinates you. Three books by the same author. A book you chose for the cover different things like that, book and translation. So I like that one, especially if you are new to reading challenges because it will give you an idea of what you enjoy reading and it will also be more realistic because it's only 12 books. So it's one book a month. I get emails from that one. Yes. And I'm going to fill out some of her planning guide just to kind of organize my thoughts on books I want to read this year. Because I do want to read more classics and more... I feel like uh, I need that, too. I feel like I need a plan. You know, even if I just plan it out three months in advance, like, what is slated. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. So one that I think would be super good for you, Mandy, is called... And it's on Instagram. It's the Unread Shelf Project. So if you search for hashtag Unread Shelf Project 2019, you can find all these posts about it. But um, the Unread Shelf is... An Insta- Instagram, what is that called? Handle? Handle. <laughs> it's an Instagram Username. handle. <laughs> Thank you. <I> don't... <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyway, it's basically this gal started it because she had so many books that she owned that she hadn't read. And so she was like, this year I want to read all of them. But <laughs> She's like, but I keep buying more. <laughs> so I know some people that 
I know some people on Instagram last year, they it, they made it a rule for themselves. They weren't allowed to buy any new books right. until they had read all of their unread books. I actually have been really good with that and have only purchased yeah. like our podcast books pretty much. Yeah. So but. you don't have to do that for this challenge. But she does she does give like challenges throughout the year. So January, any unread book. February, read a book that was gifted to you. March, the book that's been on your shelf the longest. Ooh. April, read the book you most recently acquired. In May, you need to read a book you bought because of the movie TV theater adaptation. <laughs> so anyway, it goes down the list. I have whole series that I bought right? because of that. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that might be something you could do, Mandy. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what books are you guys currently reading right now? So I'm reading The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. Hmm. It is intense if you have kind of trigger <laughs> trigger warning here for um, like domestic violence and all things that are associated with that. Alcoholism is another issue. Um, so it, it can get a little bit intense and parts of it I – was hard. I don't even have trigger warnings for that, but it's just you see the mental hmm. abuse that's going on mm-hmm. and the mental just weaknesses on both sides of the relationship and then there's a child involved. So it's just really it's a difficult read, but hmm. very well written. It's set in Alaska, so it's a different environment that I've never experienced. Hmm. Talks about some of the issues that came from being in Vietnam, the dad served in Vietnam. So different issues are covered, but it's not exactly a fluff read. So I think I'm going to find something a little lighter for my next book. What are you reading, Lauren or Mandy? I am reading um, Elevation, as I said before, um, by Stephen King, which is enjoyable thus far. Um, I'm also reading, it's not really like, it's more of a how-to book. <laughs> um, but my mother purchased, um, I gotta find the name of it, um, The Visual Guide to Cake Decorating for mm. me. And it's and it's by um, this really awesome chick, Elizabeth Merrick. Cake people will know who she is. I think she has, she's got like a show. Hmm. Or she, yeah, she's on like the Food Network, uh, The Sugar Geek Show. I'm sure some people have heard of that. Anywho, the, the book is awesome. I'm like halfway through and it gives you... Pretty much like everything you need for, you know, cake decorating and stuff like that. And she's got recipes and stuff in there. So cool. I'm enjoying it. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm currently reading, it's called Angel and Bavar, I think is how it's pronounced. If you like Harry Potter, you would love this book. It's a lot of magical elements to it. Uh, for example, the portraits on the wall talk. Nice. Very reminiscent of Harry Potter. one of my favorite things. So yeah, that's all I'm going to say. It's really good. No spoilers. Mm -mm. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) if I say anything else, I'll give it away. But yeah, it's... What was it called? Angel and Bavar. And Goodreads says taking it takes inspiration from Beauty and the Beast, and I would say loosely. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So don't think it's going to be like a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Who is it by? It is by Amy Wilson. Just making sure I had the right one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Because so many popped up. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, Mandy, you shared this article with us a few days ago. Yes. Here I was scrolling through Facebook innocently. (laughs) When up pops this picture, the picture is what I saw first. With the books on the shelf backwards, like, yeah, with the pages out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the crap? And then I read the headline, and it's like a trend right now. I don't know, a trend, in, it must not be a trend in readers' lives, because I don't know what reader would do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care if there's someone on here listening that's a reader that does this. It's murder. I just... All the filth that could get on these. Hmm. I didn't think about that. That was my thought. Like, all this dust is going to, like, just, it's just going to get sucked to those pages sticking out. I don't know. I'm against it. So I, I posted this on our Facebook page this morning, actually, and just said, hey, what do you guys think about this? Overwhelmingly, people were like, no. Like, we got no all caps, no's, exclamation points, like... People were, like, adamantly against this. I think we had one person that was like, oh, I can kind of see how this would be, you know, okay, but... Maybe with books that, like, you didn't care about? I don't even know. But I don't have books that I don't care about. All of them are my friends. I... (laughs) So I could see this being, like, an artistic choice. Just it's something different. It's something that you don't see all the time. And if you've got beautiful bookcases in every room of your house and books to spare maybe this is a choice you make i like my books i don't have any i guess if i could see myself doing this with books that i don't like what the spine looks like and just turn them around or maybe if you're the books that i'm ashamed yeah, exactly. of owning we'll flip that guy around i do have some <laughs> books that were like given to me and i do not like them but i feel bad throwing books away <laughs> but I don't want to give them to anyone else because they're bad books. I don't want anyone else to read that. Just give the. There are places that take these in the little... I don't want other people to read them. They're dumb. I want to throw them away. Some people might enjoy them, though. People have different opinions. Well, I'll tell you off air why I don't want to give these away. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if that's the look you're going for, then just buy a bunch of, like, four by six cards and stack them up next to each other and put them on a shelf. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That'll be gorgeous. Well, that's exactly what I feel like. It's not gorgeous. Well, I don't think it's ugly. All right. I'm surprised. Yeah. All right, guys. So the reason I'm bringing this up and not waiting till our next episode is because this is going to happen before we record our next episode, and it's it's kind of a big deal. It is. So it's the, like our Oscars. Yes. So the 2019 Youth Media Awards will be announced Monday, January 28th. So these, in, these awards include the Newbery Medal and the Caldecott Medal and so many more. So if you're interested, you can watch the live webcast on the I Love Libraries Facebook page, or um, I can put a link in the show notes. There's like a web page you can watch it from, or you can just kind of follow the announcements on Instagram and Twitter throughout the day. 
If you're a teacher, something fun you can do is join the YMA Pajama Party. So they award prizes for best pajamas and best snack or beverage, best reaction shot, best classroom shot. So I'll put a link into the show notes if you're interested in that. So That's fun. Yeah. So I will definitely be tuning into that because I, I mean, guys, you can also like with this, you can get some really good book recommendations. So I'm off that day. Yeah. I'm not a teacher, but I'll have my own pajama party. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> with the the literary golden globes. Exactly. For the youth youth media. So yes. you know what I mean. No, you're right though. <laughs> it, it it really is kinda like the Oscars for like young adult, middle grade and children's books. So I've been excited about it every year since I know. And there's been a lot of books I read last year that I really think have a good chance of winning. So I'm really rooting for a lot of them, so. See, I need to get into that because Mm -hmm. that would give me, that is motivation. Yeah. Because I love having something to root for for those (laughs) events. Any middle grade book that comes out this year, try to read it, Mandy. Any young adult book that comes out this year, try to read it because if they're written by someone who's an American, they're in the running and they're published this year, then they're in the running, so. Here we go. So, guys, we have made an executive decision. So, in the past... We've made an executive decision about our own podcast. So, in the past, you know, just case in point, ginger pie. Like, books from back in the day are just harder to read for just various reasons. And so, what we've done in the past is... We each take turns picking a book, and then the fourth month, we all, we pick a book from back in the day. So um, next month is that month for us to pick a book from back in the day. And so I was getting ready to try to find a book. (laughs) (laughs) And so how I do that is I'll just pick a title, and I'll go into Goodreads and see what people say. That's what I do. So this... This is, I just want to share this story with you guys so you know why we're making the decision that we're making. So I was looking up this book. I think the name of the book is Smokey the Cow Horse. <laughs> That's Which right. already, that. already. So I go on and Benji on Goodreads, <laughs> which he's a librarian at a school somewhere. So I trust him, okay? Mm-hmm. But we found him when we first started doing this podcast and I need, I need to reach out to him. Because. He needs to be our friend. Yeah. I read his posts on Goodreads, mm-hmm. his like reviews and stuff. He's a funny guy. I just encourage you to go on to Goodreads and read his review about Smokey the Horse because it's hilarious. Smokey the Cow Horse. Like it starts out like this. I woke up to a beautiful morning. It was a stereotypical beautiful morning. The sun was shining. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was nice and cool. We're in the middle of an of a pleasant Alabama spring, which lasts for like two weeks before the scorching heat sets in and makes everything miserable until November. By far, though, the most beautiful part about waking up this morning was that as of last night, I was no longer in the middle of Smokey the Cow Horse. <laughs> 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 like, that's how he starts it. And then he proceeds to tell you, 
why this book was so terrible. I'm looking this up right now. So funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, first he's, like, giving the typical, like, you know, how books back in the day are just, they're just not written well for children. But then, like, he gets into, like, apparently it gets, like, super racist. Oh, dear. I feel like a newly released prisoner stepping out into freedom for the first time in years. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I won't be choosing that book to read. Yeah. But then I just kind of got super depressed because I'm like, we're going to have to read these books at some point, And I yeah. really don't want to. This is our lot in life, guys. We've so, been chosen <laughs> for the Newberries. So here's what we're doing. Instead of us all reading the same book this next coming month, we are all going to pick a book from back in the day, and we are each going to read that book. So each a separate book, a different book, and we will each give a, a shorter review of that book in our next episode. Yes. So. Let's see. Leah, what did you choose? I will be reading Thimble Summer by Elizabeth Enright. Book blurb is really short. (laughs) When Garnet finds a silver thimble in the sand by the river, she is sure it's magical. But is it magical enough to help her pig Timmy win a blue ribbon on Bear Day? Timmy. I hope he wins because you know what happens if they don't win? (laughs) They get killed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry if that was too soon for anyone that's just read Charlotte's And wild. that is the oh 1939 winner. Old. Mandy, what book did you choose? I have chosen Call It Courage by Armstrong Perry. It is the 1941 Newbery Medal winner. A boy tries to overcome his fear of the sea in this treasured classic and winner of the Newbery Medal. I like that. Short and sweet. Right? I feel like they've given up on these older yes. books. <laughs> no, there is a longer one, but I really just well, and that don't feel like reading isn't it. very big either. It's like 90 pages. So I think that was a good choice for book you, Mandy. number one of your year, Mandy. Can she do it? We're going to start off strong. <laughs> uh, let's see. My book, I chose Roller Skates by Ruth Sawyer. This was the 1937 Newbery winner. It says, growing up in a well-to-do family with strict rules and routines can be tough for a 10-year-old girl who only wants to roller skate. But when Lucinda Wyman's parents go overseas on a trip to Italy and leave her behind in the care of Miss Peters and Miss Nettie in New York City, she suddenly gets all the freedom she wants. Lucinda zips around New York on her roller skates, meeting tons of new friends and having new adventures every day. But Lucinda has no idea what new experiences the city will show her, some of which will change her life forever. So, listeners, you decide which one of these books you want to read with us. I have high hopes for this. Ruth Sawyer is a popular author, so she better not disappoint me. I have low hopes. (laughs) <laughs> That's probably what we should do because I'm I'm setting my bar super low with this. Like mention ginger pie. <laughs> I read the Wikipedia on it and it sounds okay, but I'm still I'm not nope, I'm not we putting myself guys. in there like that. Well guys, let's let the people know how to get in touch with us if they so choose. You can send us emails 
teamfriendshippodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at teamfriendshippodcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash teamfriendshippodcast. We're on Twitter sometimes at three friends podcast. It's true. We haven't. I mean, we post stuff on there, but it's just not as uh, Twitter is bringing me down lately. Yeah, guys. let's not get into that. It's real depressing. Well, you can head over to our website, <laughs> teamfriendshippodcast.com. And if you want to be part of our book club, check out our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash teamfriendshipbookclub. And to join our group, you just have to answer three questions, and we'll let you in. Just to make sure you're not a robot is your name. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at JediReader1138. You can find me on Instagram at RedHeadedReader. Red is spelled like the word read. Get it? Because I have red hair, but also... You're funny! And also red-headed reader with the regular spelling was taken. So, Mandy! Uh, you can find me on Instagram as well at Mandy Malay Faux Reader. So perfect. <laughs> well, folks, it's been fun. We'll see you all in another time. And remember, friends, no two persons ever read the same book ever. So I'm going to do one, two, three, and then we'll clap, okay? Clap right by your microphone, okay? Make it a good one. Make it your best clap of this year. Can I clap on the microphone? Please don't do that. (laughs) All right, you guys ready? Okay. One, two, three. Someday at Christmas, Mandy will finish a Christmas carol. (laughs) And there will be peace too. (laughs) So so it's not like it's it's not like a dislike because those two (laughs) things will go inside. Mandy, world peace is riding on on your finishing (laughs) this book. (sighs) Guys, my chest is hurting. I just got real scared. There's just a loose cord here that is not plugged in, and I thought someone is not recording. No, I'm recording. It's mine. I have two cords. I have a long one and a short one. I see. And every time I get them both out, I don't know why. You got to be prepared. Oh, I have feedback. (laughs) Wow. Sorry. I just love that you were just like, I'm done now. (laughs) I have no goals and I'm out. (laughs) You're not out, Mandy. I don't have any of this. Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) Blueberry. (laughs) (laughs) Blueberries. That's going to get cut out. Okay. I didn't think of that, though, Mandy, what you said about it getting dusty. That was my first thought when I saw it. I was like, filth. (laughs) 
Pick mine, everybody. <laughs> Come be courageous with me. Hmm. Slogan. We put out every... Never mind. <laughs> I can't... <laughs> it's like you're campaigning. Everybody come put on your thimbles. <laughs> Cook yourself up a big plate of bacon. <laughs> I actually could go for some bacon now. See? Team Thimble Summer. I don't even... I can't even right now. <laughs> <laughs> or are you going to skate on over to Team Lauren? Could be skating through the streets of New York City. Yeah, that's not as catchy. Yeah, I'm I'm not as good as you guys. No one's gonna read my book with me. They will. They'll just do it because you're a nice person. Thank you. You all sound like nice contenders. Good work, team friendship.